welcome to another episode of Risk Cheese Radio. This is our ninth episode. I'm one of your hosts, Schmidt, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Bro Dinky. Bro, yo, yo. what's going on, my friend? Uh, kind of same old, same old. Just another week in the life, wrapping up the year, getting ready for the holiday times. Finally got my decorations up, feeling good about that. Yes. I decorated the tree. So yes. it's, it's going to be a fun Christmas. Uh, you know, not, my older guy has experienced the thrill. My youngest has not yet. And he's just at that age where he can really rip things out of packaging and stuff. So he's going to be hyped. I could just tell. He's yeah, starting to like sure. stand up now. So he's going to be all kinds of trouble. It's going to be great. Yeah, my little my little one, she's uh she was able to experience Christmas last year, but this is her first full like aware Christmas, like where yeah. she's like, Oh, there's a tree there and there's lights on it and there's stuff outside and it's glowing. Like, what's going on? She wants to get into everything. And just like you, like we just put up our tree. It's been a hectic, hectic December. I'm like doing this way later than I normally do. But here we are getting everything situated, and my kid is into everything. But that's part of the magic of the season, as they say. So, yeah, I uh, I think part of the challenge with having kids is figuring out where you can free stream all of the classic movies. Yes. Like, I really had to do some digging for the Grinch, man. Like, not the one with Jim Carrey. I'm talking about the cartoon. Yeah, the OG, original the OG animated Grinch. Grinch. Yes. Yeah, like that, because that dude's a savage, and I want my kids to really understand him stealing Christmas. Like, <laughs> so where did you, where did you find it? You know what we uh, we wound up doing was we have uh, Amazon, whatever the Amazon streaming services, and my wife does this thing where she has Prime, and every time she orders something, she puts like no rush delivery, and they give her like a credit for Amazon Music or Amazon streaming. Mm. And so when we logged in, they still wanted us to buy it, but she has so many credits saved up that it was just free. So I guess we we own it now technically. But so that was where we found okay. it was Amazon. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Most of the other stuff, most of the other stuff between Disney Plus, Netflix, YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Even, I've been able to yeah. find Frosty and all the other good ones, but Rudolph. But uh, yeah, the Grinch was the elusive crown jewel there. <laughs> Yeah, my family has a tradition every single year when when we still live with my parents that every single year we would put up the Christmas tree. We would watch uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation a every single year. Amazing movie. So certainly putting us into the holiday spirit. And that kind of leads us into today's discussion. Um, we had some other things kind of ready to go for this particular conversation, but we felt with the giving season being right around the corner, why not dive into something a little different? We want to do a holiday watch shopping list. But here's the caveat. Literally every single other watch podcast out on the market is doing exactly the same thing. It's easy to do. We wanted to focus ours on a little bit different. This particular wish list guide, if you will, is not so much about us per se. It's more so about the significant others in our lives and which type of timepieces we would pick for them and why. So this is an interesting topic. I don't think anybody's covered it before, which is, you know, what we do uh, out here at Rich Cheese Radio. So, bro, um, looking at a timepiece uh, for your significant other, your wife at home, uh, what what are you getting her if you were going to buy her a watch? What would it be and what? Well, like you said, I'm sorry to disappoint the people who are here for the 
horological hot takes and unpopular opinions and all that other against the grain stuff. This is kind of a wholesome episode. I'm starting, I'm going to say with my cheapest of the bunch here. Okay. I went with a Breitling, one of the new Chronomats in oh, thir- okay. 32 millimeter. They make okay. this sick mint dial. <clears throat> I guess if I went with the 36, I could probably steal it, but that's this isn't about me. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's probably the most versatile of my picks. It's got that kind of steel sport look to it. So it's, you know, you could dress it up, dress it down. You could wear it with a lot of things. And you also, you know, get some water resistance. This specific one you can get in quartz, which I think I would do. I don't want to throw somebody new all the way into the deep end and go with an automatic movement or something. I know that you catch on quick, but I just think yeah. it's easy to start with something quartz for someone. And, and you also get a thinner watch. It makes it a little easier to wear. This is only eight and a half sure. mils thick, sure. which is nice. Uh, they have and some other... Is- this is on a bracelet, right? Yes, the, yes. The, it's got a very kind of interesting. I think it looks like a five-link bracelet. It's yeah. It, it looks very they, comfortable. I've never tried one on. I think they call it the rouleau bracelet. It's like a bullet. It's like yeah, a like a kind of like cylinder sideways. Accurate. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, so that's the that's the the reimagining of Breitling's original rouleau um, bracelet, which was like a bullet-inspired design. So that's cool. But yeah, it's got some reflective surfaces. It's got. A jewelry look to it so i think she would like that um aside from that it's got kind of those classic sport watch vibes to it stick markers dated six yeah it's got some uh tooling on the bezel there which is kind of cool uh definitely I mean, kind of a good all-arounder 100 meter water resistance so if she bangs it yeah, up yeah. gets it wet no biggie yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think this is a great the great place to start for a lot of people too because it's just like the sizing is perfect. It's one of those like kind of classic but iconic looking designs. It is vision, visually interesting. It's got a different kind of K shaped bracelet. Um, so you check a lot of boxes off, and like you said correctly too, you know it's quartz, right? Like that may that may kind of make us you know uh, uh, squint a little bit at from you know being collectors ourselves, but. You know, sometimes we have to start our significant others into the hobby with some training wheels. And sometimes a course movement can be that thing. Did you did you decide on a on a dial color? I'm leaning on the mint green. Mint green is sick. I'm leaning on I, the mint green. I don't know what it is about that color tone. Like, even for me, I'm like, yes, this this it color reminds is... me of like an old Cadillac. I could see that. You know, like an old uh, uh, Lincoln Continental Cadillac, just this big, long car. Man, yeah. A mint green metallic Buick Skylock convertible. (laughs) To quote one of my favorite movies. (laughs) That's a great movie. It is phenomenal. (laughs) It was funny. It's like I, I didn't grow up watching that movie and I watched it for the first time. And I'm like, this is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Like, why did it take me so long to watch it? They remind anyway. me of my relatives. That's why I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. She is incredibly hot in that movie. I will she say She still that. looks good. She's Aunt May in I, Spider-Man. She still uh, looks good. She's I know. Like I know. I know. But she was so good in that movie. Anyway, that's another. That's a story for another time. So do you have, do you have anything else that you throw your wife's way? I'm just saying that... The the part of this watch that gets me is if I go to the 36, 
I could really spice things up. They have that gem set version with like the red and orange gems around it. I can't remember the fancy yeah. name for it. It's a little more expensive. It's like 8,500, but still doable in this hobby, I think you'd say. Yeah, absolutely. But that's an interesting watch to me, man. I really like that thing. And I, I, I was. I would it's kind of like rainbow-esque, right? Like it's, it's got that kind of rainbow gem set look to it, but it only goes between like yellow and red, like yellow, orange, pinkish, okay. red. Gotcha. It doesn't really do any of the cool colors. So it really, against the mint dial, you get a lot of contrast there. And I, I really do think it looks pretty cool. I would really like to see that one in person. That's interesting. Now, is this, this is one of the, like the capsule collections that Breitling is doing? You know, know I'm not, that I'm not sure. Kind of... It seems like it's part of their kind of regular line. I'm okay. I'm not up on my ladies' brightlings per se, but <laughs> it was yeah, it was like in preparing for this podcast, we're just like, okay, what are we going to look up? It's very it's very easy to choose something for yourself. It's an entirely different thought exercise to choose something for your significant other and tell somebody why this would be a good idea. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the tough part is I, I don't think I would recommend buying a watch for somebody blindly. Mm -hmm. Tastes are just so subjective. and Yes, they are. These are not cheap. And so yeah, I, no, I guess no, no. You, could, you could kind of bounce a few things off them, like on the low, and see if they don't pick up on it and then buy them something that they're like, oh, that looks really good. All right. Yeah, yeah. At least then you, you've done a little background because not everything fits well, but – at least if they like the look, you can you have a starting point. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, would your wife let you buy her a watch? I don't think she would mind. Okay. That is literally the hardest thing for me as somebody who is a collector and an enthusiast. My wife is like, please don't buy me a watch. Like, I'm terrified to do it, but I don't think I'm just mind. like, oh, like just like let me let me get you into it more. Let me get you and I do I you know, I will say this. She does have an she has an omega already. So she has a Seamaster Aquaterra. Okay. But like, she's like, I, I don't need another one. Like that's, that's the one. Like, I don't, I'm just like, yeah, but there's more. <laughs> let me, let me buy you more watches. Please let me get you even more into this hobby than I am. So um, it was funny that you mentioned Breitling. And as soon as you said it, I kind of like, oh no, please didn't, please don't tell me you took mine. Uh, so mine is also one of my picks is a Breitling. It's not the least expensive one, but since we're already on Breitling, might as well go with it. Yeah. But this is one of the watches that came out kind of this summer. We've talked about it a little bit in the past of our episodes, maybe like two or three. Um, but this is part of the uh, the Super Ocean Pastel Paradise capsule collection. It's one of the All Super right, Ocean right. 57s. Um, and this is the version that they call the Iced Latte. So this is kind of like a caramelish tan color with a little bit of white and like beige undertones. Um, it looks sick. Again, you know, not that I'm into wearing ladies' watches, but I mean, this is a watch I could totally see myself wearing because it is pretty neutral. But it's just very summery, but also it could be worn kind of year round. Yeah, this is a very the uh, fall, a very in color. It's it just looks good. These I mean, neutrals it, it, are like very hot right now. But yeah, no, I totally agree. I just think, and and the description ice latte is exactly what you think it is. It's kind of like this, you know, dark coffee kind of going into this like caramely, milky, you know, brown color uh, with a little bit of white and tan kind of mixed in. That's exactly what you're getting here. And plus, this is a cool watch. I love the retro vibes. 
I love the way that they did the bezel on this one because it kind of slopes downward into like a stadium the dial. Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like the amphitheater, like stadium type of seating where it flares upwards, um, which is really cool. Plus, I mean, you know, I like the fact that Breitling leaned into kind of their original vintage design with this watch. Yeah, the markers this, are really cool. Yeah. This I don't is know a, what you call this, is, this but <laughs> I, I don't either. It's like circle and line, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> the theta, theta marker. It kind of looks exactly, like a theta. Like, right? Kind of, right? I mean, hey, maybe that's the new term for them, the theta yeah, markers. They run with that one. I mean, it's easy to say, right? Like, that's how these things get started. Like, Batman, you know, Tiffany Dial. Like, they're easy to say. Anyway, but I like this watch a lot. Um, and the nice thing is, you know, it comes on a leather strap. You could always throw it on a mesh if you wanted to. Uh, it is a mechanical, but, you know, it's a fairly basic one. It's something to write home about, but it's also got 100 meters water resistance. Now, again, not a super diving watch, but this all this timepiece is also like wafer, wafer thin. So if you haven't tried on one of these kind of like vintage inspired 57s, these things are insanely thin. They it's it's almost like you're not even wearing a timepiece. OK, it's it it it's like air it's literally like wearing air so this is something that i think my wife would really like i mean just the color is sporty because my wife's not a person who needs like a super dainty or delicate watch like if she was going to get one of those it would be like kind of a little bit off the cuff and i have actually an option for her that i think would be pretty cool but for me this watch is is just different enough and hey maybe i could i could steal it from the box <laughs> <laughs> yeah no definitely cool there's something like, to be said about it you, know, you get a nice big crown handset is really cool actually too <clears throat> i don't know what you call that hour hand but it kind of looks like the triforce from zelda a little bit i don't know what you call it. <laughs> arrowhead whatever you want to call this thing yeah i mean it's, i mean it's definitely like an arrowhead but the, it, i mean what's crazy is the original super oceans like from the 50s that's how they looked this is the most kind of like faithful representation faithful representation like the ones that are the most popular for the brand um those are kind of like renditions but this is probably the most faithful um of of the of the super oceans that i've seen and what's interesting is uh there was a retailer in my area that carried uh carried brightling and they had this like you know kind of like advertisement video that would play in the background of like a oh, yeah. little like case area or whatever and it had a it had a video where it showed the original watch in which this one is based off of. And I was like, at the time, this this watch did not exist, right? So this was many years ago. I was looking, I was like, but the original one is so much more cool than the one you're selling now. Like that one's cool. This one's cooler. Like, can I buy that one? They're like, Yeah, we don't, we don't <laughs> make it. And I'm like, well. Now you're making it for my wife. So there you go. Yeah. And I when they came out with the the bigger version, it had like a limited with like a rainbow marker dial on it. Yes. Yes. That one was, was cool. I was looking at that one for a while and I was like, yeah, yeah. I obviously I didn't grab one, but yeah, these are definitely cool. I definitely uh I like what Brightling's doing in general. I mean, it's it's definitely a little off the beaten path and different whatever else is doing and i guess you got to give them credit for that but that's that you know that's the thing is like i'm tired of everyone just kind of following the same pattern the same path it's like 
find something that makes sense for you and your company and just roll with it and just let it ride. I mean, yeah, people see your vision eventually, right? Exactly. Right. People are going to follow you. I mean, those, those rainbow colorway, like I think they with was the original one black dial. And then they came up with a blue dial later, I think. So. I think. Um, if I, my memory serves me correctly, that's exactly what happened. But you know, those watches sold out. Like people wanted to buy them. I was just kind of like, what is this rainbow thing? And, and looking back and I'm like, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. It's kind of like this awesome, like summer watch. And I would really love it. Like if all the looms were different colors, like, as it go- I mean, I, I, I would imagine that's what happens, but I, I don't know. Cause I don't own it, but uh, that would be totally sick, but they do have a, they do have kind of a, another rendition of that one in the pastel paradise colorway. It's white with the, with the rainbow uh, markers. On yeah. It. So that still looks pretty, pretty cool. cool too. Yeah. And an orange you know strap. White. Yeah. You know, I mean, and all of these straps are quick change. So it's kind of like, I, I see what you're doing. Nice place to get your feet wet. I see what you're doing, right? Like, mm. picking up what you're putting down there, Brightly. Yeah, exactly. So what's next for you, bro? Okay. My wife, I feel, has somewhat similar taste to me. So going back to our episode where we were talking about pieces we liked. I found her a JLC. It's also got a moon phase on it. <laughs> this one is a reverso one Sick. duetto. Sick. So it's it's a little longer than uh, your typical square looking watch that all the Long Island moms wear, which are usually Cartiers and things. But this yeah. one, it's 40 mil tall, 20 okay. uh Across? Across the way. Yeah. So it's yeah. a it's a rectangle. Not crazy big. It's got a little bit of diamond on it, so you get a little flare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the two faces, great party trick. Right. And you can also match lights or darks, which is cool. Right, right, right. A uh, ton of dial texture, cool handset. And like I said, it's got that familiarity with the kind of jewelry look with the the square case. This one's a manual wind. I don't know how I feel about that because, like I said, the quartz makes it very easy. Mm-hmm. A manual might... I don't know if that would be tough because I feel like it puts you in tune with your watch because you have to remember to keep winding it. Yeah, you it's do. It's like a reason to keep going back to it, which I think helps develop a relationship for a new watch wearer, whereas an automatic is kind of just like a set and forget. And if you're wearing it every day, it's doing its own thing, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if to think about it too much. I think there's something to be said for that. I mean, I know, you know, back in the day when I was in sales, it was like, you know, you sell a moon watch to somebody, you got to sit them down, you got to explain how a moon yeah, watch listen. functions. <laughs> and it's like, you know, for, for the first few moments, they're like a deer in their head in the headlines, right? Like, they're just like, oh, my God, what the hell did I got to wind buy? it? Yeah, it's like, I got to I got to make it move myself like. But then when you explain them kind of the history, the lineage, like how this thing functions, all the great stuff about it, and the fact that it's, you know, very difficult to to damage and, and to and to really kind of mess up. You know, it's always funny when you check back in with them later and they're like, yeah, this was the greatest purchase I've ever made. It's like I'm so unconnected with my watch. It's a very emotional, physical connection because you literally make it go. Right. So yeah. I can see that. I can also see you buying your wife your wife this watch and she's like hey bro 
set my watch for me before we go to dinner, which is what I have to do for my wife. She's like, hey, it's uh, it's not running. I'm like, yeah, because you haven't worn it in three months. She's like, yeah, I need you to set it before we leave the house. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that could be a very <laughs> that is that is usually thing. what happens. So like I know my fellow wits out there is like, I know you guys are setting watches for your wife. All right. Like it's cool. Unless she's like in it to win it, like most of us are setting watches. So that's fine. It is what it is. But yeah, no, I think this is a cool one. I think it's got a lot of style vibes to it. And how many watches can you change your face just by flipping it right over? You know, I mean, JLC is kind of like, uh, it's kind of like next level. I mean, like, I don't know if I, I mean, could... this isn't cheap either. But... No, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, right. All things being relative, but you know, that's, that's a next level choice. I'm, I wonder how many guys out there would be like, yeah, I'm going to buy my wife a JLC. No, they're going to buy her a Tiffany Dial OP. Like that's, let's just call it what it is. Right. I mean, it's easy to buy something with a name. You know, it's easy to buy a Rolex. It's easy to buy even, you know, what's funny is I know a lot of women, when I talk to them about watches, they'll bring up Longine a lot. Yeah. That's a very well-known brand yes, outside it is. of, it is, you know, people who don't know watches that well. Well, and especially because like they do a lot of stuff with like, quote unquote, like luxury hobbies, like tennis. That they is true. Stuff with, they they do stuff with like equestrian right with like horse riding stuff like that so like you know these these you know well-to-do people who have a little bit of discretionary income who reside at country clubs and go do these types of things and this is kind of like that watch and it was funny that you bring up long jeans because i i almost felt like it was a low-hanging fruit for me to pick a long jeans because like there are so many good options i was like i want to do something different and it's very funny that you picked a rectangular watch because I picked a square watch. Oh, nice. And uh, this is one of my personal favorite watches. I would totally wear this myself. But uh, for many years, I've always wanted to buy my my wife uh, a Nomos Tetra. Ah, so, that's a good one. That's yeah. it's one. Yeah. So the, back in the day, they used to have a version with a power reserve indicator. I don't think they're producing that one anymore. But they have a standard kind of smaller size at 29.5 millimeters with just a small subsidiary second hand. So this particular version, green dial, they call it the matcha, which I'm okay. just kind of like, okay, I like the colorway. This is something that I could see myself wearing. Uh, but it's just very funky. You know, I've, I have a lot of respect for what Nomos is doing. A lot of the, you know, being independent, their movement design technology that they're putting into their movements themselves is very respectable. And the price points are fantastic yeah, for what you're good. getting. I mean, it's very hard to buy anything from anybody at in-house prices at, you know, under $3,000. And Nomos is constantly delivering, you know, suffice to say, they're more complicated stuff. But everything that's more complicated should be more expensive anyway. Yeah. But this is just a simple timepiece that, like, I think a lot of people would really enjoy, especially a lot of women, because it's designed, you know, in a smaller case diameter. It's, you know, just under 30 millimeters. But it's a statement type piece. When people see you wearing it, they're gonna be like, "What? What is that?" Because it's not—it's not common. And I think, you know, in a world where everyone has a Tiffany Blue Dial OP, like in thirty-six millimeter or thirty-four millimeter, like, be different. Be a matcha nomos. Yeah, that's that's kind of my I thing. Think right? the, I think the thin profile on this, just as far as wafer thin, as far as that, and even just the thin features on it. The hands are very thin. The font is very thin. 
that to me screams like fashion. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. a very stylish look. Yeah. The movement is under three millimeters thick. Jeez. Okay. Like it's a two. It, I'm looking at the website. The, the actual specs is 2.6 millimeters. That is insane. That is a very small movement. It's a manual wine, 43 hour power reserve with 17 joules. It's their alpha caliber. It's just very cool. It's just a very funky watch. I love the Bauhaus design. I love kind of these like multi-stepped lugs that they have protruding out of the Tetra. It just looks cool. And, and again, this is a watch that for me, it's like I want to give my wife something that would be visually different than what any of her friends or anybody else she could run into contact with. This would be this would be a cool piece. Yeah, and you got a couple gold accents in there. There's definitely some layers to this. So I, I think that's yeah. a very good choice. Yeah. So what's next for you? All right. My third one. And this, I think if I were a lady, I think this is probably the watch I'm going with. Get ready. It's a Bulgari Serpenti. Oh, okay. So yes, if you've yes, never seen this it, watch is so sick. if you've never seen it, it takes up probably half your forearm. It's a snake. And the head of the snake is the head of the watch. And then yeah. the rest of the bracelet kind coils of just around coils. You. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple different versions. They have a couple different um bracelet like textures to it. Like some of them are like kind of look like scales. The other ones are kind of just like flat, uh like repetitive bars kind of looking. Yeah. I don't think I go too over the top, but you can get this thing in every different metal combination imaginable. Yeah. Yeah. And they make custom serpentis like all the time. Like it's just there's like, even that's one, their watch. There's even one that's like you can get one, I don't know what you call it, one coil of the snake in rose, one in yellow, and one in I I guess stainless, like in the same watch. And oh, not shit. that that's necessarily for me, but it's kind of cool looking. You know. That I mean, and, and it was funny because like I think the Serpenti like design came out of like the 60s and 70s, like high fashion. Yeah. Back in the day, like a tour and stuff. And that watch, like, can you imagine the first time seeing that watch like on the red carpet and seeing somebody wear it and just be like, holy crap, what is that? Yeah, it's it's very badass to me. It's like very like Scorpion King. 100 <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, even still today, if like my wife went, we went to a dinner. And she's wearing that thing, like, yes, all the things, right? Like, it's just a very, like, powerful, evoking kind yeah, of watch. It's like, like a statement it, watch. It's totally a statement, but it just has, like, this air of just, like, power and class and sophistication, but also just, like, raw essence, you know? It's just, like, it's a very, very, very cool watch. And I think most of them are quartz, so I don't think anything's too crazy, but it's more so like what it represents and kind of its design rather than like the actual functioning of the timepiece. But that's, a, I, you know, that is for me thinking about you and talking with you. That's a completely out of left field choice. I would have never thought you would have picked something like that. Yeah. And some of the two-tone models are actually really cool looking too, because every alternating link, you're getting a different metal combined with the snake. Look, it's, it's just very, it jumps out at you, and I, I really, I really do like it. Like I, I've said this in talks with people before that I'm like, if I was a lady, 
I think I'm wearing a Bulgari Serpenti. And for those who maybe aren't so even into watches, Bulgari is a very well-known fashion house, right? They're a yeah, jewelry sure. brand. Yeah. Nobody's going to be like, Ugh, what is that? You know? Well, and, and and even still, like now, it's like they're a major player in the watch game. Like they're they're Octofinissimos and like that whole line of, of movements and and their you know their oh, yeah. Octo series in general. Like people are joking now that they're going to be you know the next AP because like they'll only be able to produce an Octo, but that watch has won several awards for design, technology, thinness. You know all these competitions. They're constantly duking it out with Piaget to see who's got the world's thinnest movement that literally you could breathe on it and you'll bend it in yeah. half. You know, Crack like it. <laughs> it, yeah, it's just like it's amazing what they're able to do just from a purely artistic watchmaking form to see what they're able to craft and create and make viable to produce in mass is just it's you have to throw a lot of respect their way. Yeah, even if you don't it's, love their stuff. Yeah, it's not for me personally. Like, I just, I'm a very, I'm a much more traditional person. But you can't throw any hate because that is all straight respect. Those guys know what they're doing. They know how to make a watch and they know how to make it super thin and do all the crazy things you want it to do. They know what's up. That's a, I don't know, bro. That's a, that's a solid choice. Yeah. Every time I look at it, I'm like Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my wife is now Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> gold cups and bangles and everything that's funny dude that's funny so did you did you have a a particular version of the serpenti that you liked you know i think like it, i think if i was buying it for her i think i'm just buying a steel one probably with the black dial but i mean they have ones with you can get diamonds around the head you can get like i said every kind of which metal but i think yeah well, way, I, th I think that that watch just says like boss bitch man yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm probably a little intimidated. I see somebody wearing that thing. Absolutely. You, you imagine if you show up to like a like a company board meeting or something like that, and and the lady sitting across the table from you is wearing that. Like that's a that's a message, and it's a very distinctive message. So it's a biblical message, there, <laughs> my friend. Um, but anyway, I mean, that's a super cool choice, and I think. I think if I was going to pick one of those up for my wife, I think I would just go balls to the wall and just do like solid gold. Like I just yeah. want it to look just like she would never in a million years wear one. Like that. <laughs> I'll be honest. With you. My wife is not that person at all, but you know, it's just like, yeah, if you're going to go, you go all in, you just go full gold, just crazy. Give me the emerald eyes. Like, I don't care. Like just, that would be sick. Oh, True. I mean, yeah. So like when Cartier does like stuff with their Panther and they have like the yeah yeah the yeah their heads with the eyes and this stuff I'm like dude it's completely not at all my style but mad respect mad <laughs> respect so it, it's funny because I kind of started on some of the better ones first um, but I I do have a few and I'm sure you did you kind of funny you get the time XQ <laughs> <laughs> exactly but this is a little off the cuff for me too i don't know if too many people have 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 heard of this watch um it's a hamilton but uh hamilton recently you know they've been doing a lot of stuff with movies they're coming out with the new um what is it the new digital watch for for matrix in celebration of resurrections all this stuff they've, yeah. they've got some some movie presence it's like I think of all the the kind of you know entry luxury brands, Hamilton does like a lot of like movie features. 
Um, but anyway, video games now, huh? Yeah, I mean, like they, they, Far Cry, Cry. Yeah. they had a Far Cry watch. Like it was an unlockable in the game. <laughs> the first for a watch brand ever to be like, all right, man, we made a digitalized watch and you can buy it in the game. I'm like, okay, but you could also buy IRL. So uh, anyway, Hamilton partnered with this lady. Her name is Janie Bryan, and she is a kind of Hollywood TV show film costume designer. And she worked on a lot of notable series, a lot of notable shows, specifically in, and really close to my heart was Mad Men. She was a costume designer for Mad Men. Oh, nice. And if you've ever seen that show from AMC, the costumes are insane. It is literally like an extra character of the show. It's so in, it's so it's so integral to the overall story of that show. So she was one of the people that curated all the costumes, especially for Don Draper and all the major casts and everything like that. Uh, and she partnered with Hamilton to kind of create a capsule collection of her own um, with some pre-existing designs, but she slightly tweaked them a little bit to make them kind of unique. And this version is a chrono. It's a version of the Hamilton Intramatic. This is the automatic version. It's going to H31 movement inside. 40 mil case, uh, but she really did some interesting kind of colorways. So the strap itself is kind of like a kind of like a i don't want to it's like a darker kind of rose pink and it's got a nice textured finish to it but the dial and the case are, are very very different so the the dial is almost like a tarnished kind of silvery look okay i see it. and then the case is like a gold but it's almost like a faded gold it's very muted the colorway and what I love that she did was she changed just the hour hands for the watch uh, to make it kind of this like very kind of 60s like stick. It's almost like a it's almost like steampunky. Yeah, but it's a kind of, it's like what I think would happen if you like kind of retro inspired like a brigade hand. Yeah, I can see that. like you made it kind of like futuristic, but like futuristic as it was through the lens of like the 50s. Or the 60s, right? Like everything's like lightning bolts and lasers and stuff. Like that's kind of what it reminds me of. And it was just a very subtle change. Like she really didn't change too much in the overall design process of this watch. And I just think the finished product is very cool. I I love the packaging. It's customized. It's a small capsule collection. Um, She made it specifically for these types of watches. And when they're they're done, I guess they just, they decide they're not selling them anymore. so I just think it's cool. It's it's not something that my wife would probably pick for herself, but I think if it was a gift or something like that, she would be totally happy to wear it. It's just it's different. Yeah, and this is like the Hamilton season spring chrono. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a lot of seasons, and a lot of people are appealing to the season, so we got to roll with it. That's it. Have you have you seen this one before, bro? I I remember seeing this release the the group of them I I don't know if I looked at them so in depth yeah I remember they yeah, had one there, that looked like there was C-3PO. a few more yes yes there's a more there so is than a, the Black Bay one <laughs> there is a full kind of like yellow gold but it's like yellow gold even the strap is yellow gold <laughs> yes it's like I mean obviously for Hamilton it's not actually yellow gold but no it yeah. is full yellow gold case pushers hands black dial with the two gold sub dials and a metallic goldy strap yeah this is the c3po <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the gold member 
<laughs> he had the gold member. Dude, that's hilarious. I haven't heard that reference in a long time. But yeah. So uh so I think that this, you know, this collection is just cool. I think the one that I picked is probably my personal favorite of all of them. But you know, just subtle tweaks can really make the 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 entirety of a design change. So I think uh it was very cool to see someone like Jenny Bryant, you know, kind of working with Hamilton to make these custom custom E type watches. Yeah, I mean I'm feeling this. I'm I'm a little bit of a, a Hamilton fanboy. I I like a lot of what they do, and I think they don't get a ton of credit for it. Yeah. And some people I, disagree with me. They say, oh, I know a ton of Hamilton fanboys, but I'm like, dude, by comparison, like the amount of chatter on the internet or Instagram, like about Hamilton by comparison to like other luxury brands, is almost zero. close. Yeah. 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 I, I'm with you. I, I think you have a few kind of standout models. You have the khaki mechanical. Yeah. You have the um, khaki navy scuba, and they just relaunched that one earlier this year. But that's kind of it. Maybe, maybe the new Intramatics, the manual ones, because those are sick. I would actually own that watch myself. It's it's a it's a sick watch. But you know, I don't know of any really other khaki or other Hamiltons, I should say, that would really be kind of like quintessential modern hat. Maybe a Jazz Master. I think Ventura's kind Ventura. of pushing it. <laughs> I mean, people always associate Hamilton with the Ventura, but it's just like, for me, it, 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 they've never really executed it well. Because you have like the auto version, but Elvis never wore an auto version. So yeah. it's like, why have the auto version? Um. The original is quartz, but it was actually not even quartz. It was actually electric. So it was a very different type of movement. And Hamilton wasn't one of the original people to create an electric movement. I think the, I think the original caliber was called the 501. And it was basically like a magnetically controlled balance wheel. So like your balance wheel rotated and it would be like positive and negative charges would turn on and off and it would like literally propel the magnetic parts of the balance wheel the opposite direction because they would like oppose forces so that's how it controlled the swinging and the rotation of the balance wheel to keep you time but your second hand ticked it was it was very weird but yeah this is a hamilton ventura it's like the electric watch it wasn't quartz there definitely is a difference and they also have somewhat of a reissued bond watch sort of reissued bond watch it, it, the bond one is a, a pulsar but the hamilton oh, oh yeah uh, yeah yeah, the yeah, PSR. yeah the psr yeah and that's the one that they just kind of relaunched for matrix because they made a uh they made a is it like blacked a, out it's blacked out and the and the the dial is actually green emission versus the red for obviously the matrix but yeah they have like a custom box and everything for it for the new the new film with Resurrections. Are you gonna check it out? I will. I like the Matrix. I like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm little. Excited. I'm a little. I don't know if they're kind of taking some freedoms with the casting because it's like supposed to be kind of like a strange alternate reality Matrix or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like not having Lawrence Fishburne is 
as uh, Morpheus is a little weird for me. Yeah, well, I mean, I I think it's a little weird for for everyone. Everyone that I've talked to so far, and we're getting so far off watches, but everyone that I've already talked to so far about this, that's literally the exact same objection that they have to the film. It's like, I don't want, where's Lawrence? But I'll see. It might be like a memory thing. It might be like his, like how the Matrix is perceived by him is messed up now. Like, so I'm, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to, you know, yeah. read it out a little bit. Not yeah, no, me. I... Yeah, no, I, I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. But, you know, Lawrence also hasn't really taken care of himself. So could also be not taking uh, enough of those blue pills. You know, <laughs> could could be a factor of that as well. Could be a factor of that as well. So anything else, bro, that you're going to drop cold, hard cash? Yeah, well, the one I stayed away from for obvious reasons is the Omega Constellation. In the my 20, wife, my wife, twenty nine millimeter. Hate, my wife hates that one. <laughs> she hates it with a passion. Like if I ever came home with a constellation, she's like, "Your divorce papers are in the mail." Like <laughs> it is like the antithesis of the watch my wife wants. That's so funny that you thought that. But yeah, constellation, not for her, not for her. So you you got the green light on the constellation. So which which one are you gonna get? Uh two tone Sedna. Okay. Tone said diamond markers. Okay. I think it's a white. I can't tell if it's a white dial or a silver dial, but it's. A, I think I. I think it's like a silvery ish yeah. dial. Yeah. But it's it's definitely nice. Like I, if it was yeah. if it was bigger, I would wear it. But yeah, that's to me that's can't miss with that one. That's super. Cool. Just classic. Just classic. Integrated bar bracelet. You know, everything's all put together. It's a very very eighties, very nineties, very two thousands. And now even still modern day, right? I guess. Yeah, that's funny. Constellation. Yeah, that's, I'm, uh, I'm scared if I took that one, you'd. You oh, no. Like, like, so it's it's funny. Like, my wife's style, she likes, she's sports watch all the way. So the Omega that I actually had on my list, and I didn't really want to talk about it because we always talk about Omega, but is uh, the Speedmasters 38. My wife has tried that watch on. Specifically, there's a model that has... A silvery dial, kind of like what you're talking about. It has Sedna gold markers. And then the tacky bezel is kind of like a bronzish brown color. And it comes either on a steel bracelet or on a deployant leather strap. Okay. And she loves the leather strap. And it looks so good. And the price point's not bad. I mean, this is an Omega. It's $47.50 retail. Uh, it's got, you know, a silicon balance spring, all of these great things. And, and it's a Speedmaster, but it's in the 38 millimeter case size. Like guys, if you have wives who are interested in watches and they're not rocking Speedmaster 38s, like, I don't know what to do for you. <laughs> you mess it up because like you mess it up. Like if you're, if you're a speedy fanboy and your wife ain't rocking a 38, like either she should be rocking an OG moon watch, a first Omega in space or a 38. Like that's, that's the thing, you know? If she wants to rock a dark side, then even more power to her. Dang. But yeah, so that's uh, that would be my kind of like ult- penultimate um, watch to get my wife. And and she's been wanting this one for a while. She she took the L a little bit and let me go ahead and buy buy my Speedmaster first. So I that is definitely next in, in the pipeline because she's worked so hard done so many amazing things and just like she needs she needs she needs a little bit of a win if you know what i mean yeah for sure treat yourself treat you know <laughs> still today one of my favorite 
episodes of Parks and Rec. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. You got any other ones? I I am all tapped out unless you got something cool. Uh, the in last the one I would probably go with was, and I changed my mind on this watch, seeing it in person a few weeks ago, is the Black Bay 32. I saw it with the silver dial, and I was like, this actually looks really good in person because I don't think the renders do it very good justice. No. I don't think they get the... The blackened parts of the hands and everything? Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yep, yep. And... I, the, yeah. the dial contrast, like I, I don't think it, you catch any of that. And I think, no. especially with the, the two-tone models, I think they look like crap in renders. And so I, I dropped by one of the 80s in my mall, and it was just like sitting there, and I was like, this looks way better than I thought it did. Like, if I was that, I think that's a slam dunk for a lady's watch. And I've seen totally it with agree. the black dial and the blue dial, and I think those work very well too. But the silver, for some reason, I don't know if it's yes. just the... Uh, the overall even look with the steel, but it just, it spoke to me. I was like, this thing is actually really nice. And yeah, no, I, it, it's funny. Cause when they, when they debuted that new collection, I looked at everything. That's when the, you know, the thinner slab side case, you know, uh, Baytonas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Nobody calls them that. Like, I don't understand. I've heard like, people guys, call that, but I was like, okay. All right. It's like, we need to call it the Baytona. Let's be honest. That's what it is. It's a, it's a black Bay. that looks like a Daytona. Anyway. Uh, but it's funny, like this is when the you know the Baytonas got thinner, right? You had the white and the black, and like all the other stuff they released. That was kind of like the unsung hero of that entire drop for me last year. It was just like something about it, and again, it was one of those things that like you looked at the rendering, you're like, uh, just not not feeling it. As soon as I saw it in the case line, I'm like, what size is this? Like, oh, it's in 36, and I was like. Mm. and it's like the silver is kind of like almost like a pewtery color like it's like it's like kind of you know a brushed kind of finish silver yeah. but it's not like like super bright like steel silver it's kind of like a darkened version I think and I then like on yeah I, I do too and then on top of that you add in kind of like this darkened blackened hands and marker set and it just it works it's so simple very classic it's obviously a great tool watch but if you like if this was a watch that you were going to share with your spouse or your partner or whatever at that 36 mil mark that's perfect like, oh my god I'm like how 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 could you not it looks good and of all the black bays that have existed in time it is one of my personal favorites because it's just so simple it's so executed well, and nobody wants it. <laughs> nobody wants it. And as soon as we release this podcast, everyone's going to be DMing us with 36 mil silver dial black base sports <laughs> models or whatever the heck that they're calling this watch. It's just like, man. Right, and I think they come in like under two Gs or right around. Yeah, I mean, because it's not, it's not an in-house movement. It's not, you know, Meta certified, like it's a standard thing, modified ETA movement or whatever. It's not a panda and, chrono. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a panda chrono. Like all these, like even like Tudor has hype watches, right? Like, <laughs> like how is that even a real thing? But hey, we have hype watches for Tudor. It's definitely not one of the Tudor hype watches. And for me, I think it is really cool. Really, 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 really cool. And I, it's a good pick, man. I, 
I might have to pick that one up actually. <laughs> that actually would be a sick watch, a watch to give my wife. Because that's kind of like who she is. Like she's just like, I want to watch to do everything and not have to worry about it. Like that's that's that type of watch. Like I'm gonna beat it to hell, but it's gonna look good. And I just gotta I'm gonna keep wearing it. If we have an actual purchase from this episode, I will be very impressed. <laughs> hey man, you know, our our loyal fans, they they're constantly in the mix, man. I would not be surprised if somebody ends up with this watch. They're like, yeah, I heard about all the podcasts. I went to go see it by AD and I turned around and bought it. I'm like, it's it would not be out of the realm of possibility for sure. I got a two somebody for one. Now it. I'm rocking a Bulgari Serpenti. <laughs> <laughs> a Serpenti and a tutor. It's like tutor on one side, Serpenti on the other side. Oh man, that would be crazy. Guys, save your money, be fiscally responsible. Take everything we say with a grain of salt. You got a holiday bonus coming up. <laughs> January, February is looking pretty good right now. Trying to spend all that money. As long as you don't get that jelly of the month club. That's the gift that keeps on giving, Clark, the whole year long. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, just a little bit of back of house stuff. Uh, just want to keep everyone informed. We are still taking suggestions for the official nickname of Rich Cheese Radio. We've had a lot of good DMs so far. We had some good ones. The Cheez-Its was a good one. The cheeses was a good one. We've had curds. We've had all kinds of like formaggio type. <laughs> that was good. Too. Like, I mean, like <laughs> just like crazy things. So we're going to keep this running a little bit longer for all of you guys who are loyal listeners. So please keep submitting any kind of cheese related type nickname that you could come up with. The only one that we've kind of ruled out universally is the cheese heads because it's just kind of like it's a Green Bay thing and we're not from Green Bay. So like nothing against people that are. We're just looking for something a little bit, a little bit more off the cuff. It's our style, and you guys know that. So, uh, just keep see- sending us some DMs. We're still kind of back and forth as to which one we like the best, and eventually, we will make something, or we will officially coin it, and we'll probably release some merch at some point to to honor whatever <laughs> our new nickname will be at of, of whatever. So that said, keep the conversation going, man. It's a, uh, it's, it's a pleasure. You guys are joining us on this episode. Thank you again for tuning into episode nine. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna keep, uh, you know, keep it going. So bro, you got anything else to say for the good folks at home before we sign off officially? No, just, uh, life's a garden. Dig it. Keep on keeping on. There we go. Joe <laughs> Dirt. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>